welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer, and I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand. I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies, and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting. I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro-balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy, and strong to carry out your life, okay? (laughs) On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times, We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful ladies. How are you? I hope you're having a wonderful day so far, whatever you are up to right now as we hop into this episode. If you're working out, folding laundry, whatever it is, I'm just excited that I get to be with you while you do it. And I do the same thing. I toss on a podcast when I'm working out or doing a chore or something. It makes it definitely more entertaining. So I'll do my best to entertain you today. I actually think and hope that you will find this podcast episode helpful as we are heading into the holidays, which is crazy. I know it's always a weird thing to just say holiday time because we had All Saints Day already. We're heading, you know, into this month of Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. But I always feel like first week of November is kind of more when it buckles down, at least for me mentally, where I'm like, all right, start thinking about Christmas lists, whatever. I've shared before, if you guys have been with me for a while in the previous years, there were years where I was like done by November 1st, which was amazing. That is not this year. (laughs) I'm here to tell you, I am about halfway on Christmas gifts and I do have my Christmas cards ordered. Like there's a couple of things that are in my possession. They're not made out. Um, There's a couple of things that I've gotten, you know, pretty in a, a good groove, but there are many, many things that I have not and that I know they will give to the last second and then I'll be sprinting to the finish. But anyway, while we are looking at everything coming up in our next two months together before the new year hits, this is a time where we can absolutely firstly maintain our progress, but also actually improve where we currently are. And if you're wanting to do that, I was thinking about this yesterday. Um, you know, it's not quite 60 days left in the year, but probably 50 days if I was going to roughly estimate that we are that we still have in 2022. And there can be such a feeling of like, well, I'll just, you know, hit this, I'll address this in January or well, there's no way I'm going to be able to get healthy now cuz there's way too many social things. Like there's a lot of reasons and some of them are valid, right? But there's a lot that we can be using as excuses as to why we're just going to kind of slip and slide through the next two months. And my personal viewpoint, how I personally approach the holidays, 
is that I know I'm going to be more indulgent than I would other times of the year, but that I don't want to go so far off the rails that I am like setting myself up to have to really like, I don't want to backslide. I don't want to have to cover more ground come after the holidays. I want to set myself up in a position where I'm 20 yards back from where we're supposed to be making the play. You know what I mean? <laughs> Truly, that's my approach is I, I love seasons. I love the flow of the year of like, okay, this is a time we indulge a little bit more. This is a time that we pare down a little bit more. You know, I think there's also a very natural flow for us who are observing liturgical seasons where, yeah, we get the Christmas season and we're supposed to be enjoying and indulging. And then we know also that we have a little bit of time, but Lent is coming up around the corner, you know, pretty much follows in the new year that then we're cutting back and paring down and, you know, stripping away some of the indulgences and the extras and the treats. So I really like that. I enjoy it. And I like that mentally. That helps a lot of you um, I've talked with have said like you struggle actually enjoying the treats because you're just feeling guilty or feeling shameful or something. I think that having a plan going into these kinds of seasons is what can help us just keep it between the rails, not go off the deep end, but also not overanalyze or feel upset about every extra calorie we consume and things like that. My absolute goal for you heading into this holiday season would be that you can enjoy a cup of hot cocoa and a couple Christmas cookies with your family while you're decorating the tree and that your kids are not saying, mom, why aren't you ever having any? And or the disordered eating, which these are not easy things to fix in one day, but of no, no, I'm not going to have that. And then later at night, you're, you know, having it because you felt restricted, but now you're not having it with your family. And then there's usually a lot of other feelings that come with that of guilt and shame of that you're binging on it in the middle of the night. Like these are definite patterns that are not signs of a healthy relationship with food. And like I said, nothing is fixed in a day. But my overall goal for you, wherever you are in your health and fitness journey, is that you can get to a place where you can enjoy treats and enjoy indulgences in moderation, like at appropriate times when it's going to be of benefit to you and to your family. Like we go um, Christmas tree shopping, usually the third week of Advent, like right. um, It's almost always like the Saturday before Gaudete Sunday. And that is one of our traditions because where we get our Christmas tree from is right next door to a donut shop. And we will, that's usually honestly the one time a year we, we get donuts from somewhere. Other times I'll make donuts at home sometimes for them or whatever. But we've always, we've done this, I think since we literally had kids, like even since we had just a baby, we've done this. And I remember at the time too, because I'm not really one to eat donuts, my husband being like, oh, you're going to get one sweet when it was literally just us and a baby in a carrier. <laughs> and there's definitely like there would be a, just a weird element of if we went out every year and they all got donuts and I don't and sitting there thinking like, you know, everything we're doing also has an impression on our kids. Like, okay, why is mom eating a donut? And And that's not to say we need to eat every single treat in front of our kids. There are many times where I do just say, that's not mom's favorite thing. I'm going to have another treat later. And that's true. And then they see me having treats and it's it's all good. I don't think that, you know, that's an all or nothing situation. But this is what I would love for you is to be able to enjoy the treats sometimes, but not feel like there's just chaos. I think a lot of times we can associate the holiday season with just chaos. (laughs) We're out shopping for Christmas gifts and we've forgotten to pack any food and we're starving and we have a headache and like 
this is what we're going to try to avoid. Okay. And I've been there a million times and I'm sure I will have some slip ups in this next, you know, two months, but let's just try to plan for the best. Okay. So number one in my five tips for staying healthy through the holidays is to have a plan. Okay. I can take care of this side for you if you would like. I just sent out yesterday the Healthy Through the Holidays uh, signups. So every single year I do a Healthy Through the Holidays program where it is full-length video workouts, recipe inspiration, fun focuses, little cardio bursts, things like that to just keep health top of mind. This is the time of year that I always switch to less workouts a week, typically full body style so that We're getting more done in less time because this just tends to be a busy, hectic season. So I want you, number one, is your tip to have a plan. And if that's something you just want to take off of your plate that you don't want to have to put any thought into, that you don't want to have to sit out and sketch out for yourself, come join us. Uh, If you're on the email list, you just got the link through your email yesterday. And if you're not, you can just go to healthycatholicmoms.com and you're going to be able to sign up right on the homepage. There's going to be a link that will take you there. So if you want me to do that planning for you, I am happy to do that. But if not, if you're going to do your own thing, write it down. Go in with a plan, okay? You know the saying, fail to plan. Fail to plan? Yeah, that way. (laughs) Fail to plan, you're, you're basically planning to fail, okay? I want you to keep a sense of normalcy in your non event days. So this is the difference between, never mind, I'm just going to start over in January and every day from here on out is a bust to, okay, this is a normal Wednesday. I'm going to eat my normal weekday foods. I'm going to have a big, beautiful omelet packed with vegetables, a big old salad for lunch with some protein and healthy fats and da-da-da-da-da. And then, oh, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so tomorrow I'll probably have some mimosas in the morning or whatever the rest of your day looks like, okay? Keep the normal days like routinized, okay? Like just have that sense of normalcy of balancing out your meals with a carb, a fat, a protein, a green. And then you won't feel as badly when, you know, celebrations are more indulgent or go a little off the rails. Again, this is the difference. This exact idea is what is going to make the difference for you between like, okay, I'm having pretty routine meals and I feel good and I don't feel bloated. And then I have a couple days of social events and more indulgences versus like, oh my gosh, cut me out of my clothes. I feel awful. I want to throw everything out of my house and detox. That's when we get to that point of like, I just need to detox because we've just been overdoing it every single day. So again, this is all under the first bullet of having a plan because as we get busy, we stop meal planning. We stop when we're buying a bunch of Christmas cookie ingredients, we've somehow forgotten to get all of our meal prep foods for the week. And I get it. I've done this too. I'll go to the store and be like, oh my gosh, I have everything I needed for this party, but I did not get like any peppers or apples or any other snacky normal foods for this week. So keep that sense of normalcy. And then this is still under have a plan, still under number one here. Stick to your normal foods. That's in quotations, your quote unquote normal foods before and after an event. I don't want you to fast all day because you have something coming up. What this usually leads to is like crazy overdoing it on the worst choices. If we eat pretty balanced, what I like to, I kind of like to middle of the road this. Instead of fasting all day, waiting till we get to an event to just use all our calories there or just eating like normally but a little indulgently and then getting to the party, I like to middle of the road this of if, whether you're tracking macros or not, you can do this eating intuitively. You know what your body needs by now if you're eating intuitively. That just means 
eating the right balance of carbs, fat, and protein for your body rather than where some days we might like have a carb, a fat, a protein, and a green at every meal. Maybe if I know I'm going to have a lot of carbs that night, if I'm going to a pizza party, okay, that night, then I'm going to go heavier on protein and fat and vegetables throughout the day until I get to that party. So I'm not going to fast, but I'm not going to have waffles for breakfast if I know I'm having pizza for dinner. Okay, that's just a way to make things fit your day well and to keep things like in a nice flow there. All right, so that's what I want you to do when it comes to, oh my, sorry, I just whacked my phone on the computer. Number two, offer to bring something and make it healthy so that you have healthy options at the social gathering. A lot of times we get somewhere and we're like, holy cow, nothing here is healthy and now what am I going to do? So I like to offer to bring, I'm almost always bringing something wherever I go unless the hostess is like, no, please, please don't, really don't. I don't want your stuff because I don't want to have to serve it. That's fine. Otherwise, if you're bringing something, just make sure it's something healthy so that you know, if nothing else, you have that to fall back on. And we can jazz this up. You know, there are tons of, I, I had a bunch of these in last year's Healthy Through the Holidays, and I'll, I'm going to include even those recipes from last year as well, in addition to the current year, for those of you who missed it last year. But even a Google search away, you're going to find a lot of different healthy appetizers or side dish options or main dish, op- main dish options that are not just boring veggie trays. I think a lot of times when we think like, I have to bring something healthy, we think salad or veggie tray. There's a lot of other delicious things you can do. I love to bring if I'm going to bring an appetizer somewhere or like a side dish, bacon-wrapped asparagus, so good. I just drizzle olive oil on it, salt and pepper, delicious, protein, fat, vegetable, so good. Many other things you can do. So that is just my tip for number two is bring something healthy so you know you have that something healthy. Okay, number three in staying healthy through the holidays, I want you to shoot for 10 minutes of silent prayer daily. That might sound like, where am I going to find 10 minutes? It is only 10 minutes. I did not say 20. I did not say, you could even do this with five minutes. You could lower the bar for yourself there to five minutes and make it attainable. If you're doing zero right now, maybe you want to shoot for five. But this time of year, it is so easy to think every spare minute has to be packed with productivity and that we just don't have this spare time. And I'm guilty of that too. There's many times where I think like I do not have a spare minute in the day. But then if somebody stops by or somebody calls me, like I do make time for it and then somehow everything works out and it does get done or something gets left on the table that wasn't earth shattering. We've got to have the proper perspective here. I've hosted Christmas the last, I think, three years and it's like a family joke that every single year I have planned to make stuffed peppers as an appetizer and literally every single year I have not made them. And it's actually really sad because I buy all the ingredients for it. I'm ready. It's on my appetizer list. And every year I have just like hit a wall when it's come to getting ready that I'm just like timers up the hands up in the air. I'm not making the stuffed peppers. And even last year, I think I had enough time. I really, it probably would have been close, but I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. me scrambling around like a nutcase, needing to clean up. Like, nope, we're just calling it here. Now, I had like at least four other appetizers. That was not, it's not like, okay, that made her, you know, it didn't make or break anything. But there are times where you just have to like step back and be like, well, if I, my kids have a bake sale at school and I have to pick up something on the way, this is like not going to be the world's biggest deal that I didn't make them something homemade here. And the how is so much more important than the how how much. And I have to tell myself that all the time. I'm a person that struggles with that. So taking 10 minutes of silent prayer, I'd love to say start the day with it, but it could be any time. 
a lot of times if I don't do this in the morning, I will try to regroup at nap time and maybe your day looks very different. Maybe you're working full time and this means you take five minutes of your lunch break. Maybe you would literally get in your car five minutes before you're supposed to pick up your kids from school, like a buffer time of five minutes and you do it that five minutes there. Like totally open and up to you when you're gonna do this. Maybe you do it at night because morning doesn't work out. But this is where, you know, it can be what you want that you're either like listening to some quiet music or whatever works best for you. Again, I think silence is super important. So I think that's really good to do. Maybe I like to journal sometimes when I do this because otherwise my my mind will wander and I won't even stay just in that like silent mode. I'll just start thinking like, oh, da, 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 I'm going to do this next. But this I think is an important aspect of keeping things in perspective because if we're running around like snapping at people about decorating Christmas cookies and like, well, seriously, we just, I, now I have to clean up because we made this gingerbread house and no one helps. I'm the only one that does anything. Like this is not a great attitude to bring to the table to spread joy through the holidays. So let's remember why we're doing it. Maybe it means taking some things off our plate and that is like not a tip, but maybe that's something that you do this holiday season is look at the things that you consider like must do's and then get rid of some. Talk to your family. See what they actually want to do. My husband and I have had to do this a lot with many things over the years. And I'm sure we're going to keep having this conversation. Because, again, I do tend to be a doer. And I think everything is so integral to family tradition. And, like, oh, my gosh, they're going to feel neglected because we didn't do X, Y, Z. And, like, almost any time I, like, ask the kids what they want to do, it is the easiest like most attainable thing than like, that's what you want to do. That's literally, okay, like we can do that. Same thing with my husband. I'll be like, is this important to you? He's like, no, what I want to do is this. And it's usually a lot more simple and less time consuming. Like the, the big things are usually the things I put on myself. So maybe talk to your family before you even head into this holiday season and see what's important to everybody. But what is for sure an important factor is doing things with a wonderful attitude. And again, we all sin and we're all going to drop the ball here. But what I know helps me is to take five to 10 minutes, silent prayer time, and just refocus, recenter myself, remember why we're doing this, and let go of the other stuff. Okay, number four, set expectations that reflect the season and stick to them. This one, I think, is just as important as I think all of these tips are very important, but this might be the most important one stuck here right in the middle at number four, because A lot of times I hear from my clients like, oh, I failed at this this week or oh, this was a bad week because they're holding themselves to the standard of like a a normal March season or something like March. I just picked because it doesn't really have that many holidays. And I don't know, maybe you go out for St. Patrick's Day and you're like, Brittany, March is huge. (laughs) You know what I mean? The random June, the random whatever month is not that busy for you. It's not really realistic. It's a little bit more idealistic, I think, in my opinion, to shoot for the same standards for ourselves. And I certainly don't do this. If there are times in my life and in my year that I am working out six times a week, the holiday season is not one of them. I, through and through, practice what I preach. And if that is you, like if you're like, no, it keeps me sane. I do need to work out six times a week. That's awesome. You keep rocking that. You know yourself really well and you will get it done, I'm sure, if you have that kind of attitude about it. However, what happens a lot is we shoot too high. We're pretending it's not a busy season. We're just trying to get everything that we want to done. But then we don't get them done. We feel badly about ourselves or like we just don't do any at all because we set the bar way too high. So this is where I think it's actually much more beneficial for ourselves 
to set a realistic bar so then we can shoot to live up to it and it's actually attainable if we set it way out of reach like that's it's disheartening and then we just want to give up so set realistic expectations as you back to number one as you have a plan for your coming weeks like what can I get done this week maybe take it a week at a time okay for our holiday program it's gonna look like four workouts a week three are full body one is a cardio mobility day so not as important as those three full body because I do have a little bit of cardio and mobility in those three days but sitting down and even if you are doing the program and thinking like okay can I get four in or is three better okay I'm gonna shoot for three this is my plan and then this kind of leads into number uh the very last one number five is to have backup ready-made foods for those crazy schedule days this takes a little bit of you know loading on the front end but maybe from right now from when you're listening to this podcast maybe start doubling up some of your meals and throwing them in the freezer for as things pick up. I know for me, November is not as crazy as December. So it's helpful for me to even start doing this now. Like if you are making some cooked chicken that you're going to throw into chicken salads, whatever, like boiling some chicken, maybe you just boil double and put some shredded chicken right in the freezer. That was a tip that I, that is shared from a listener who I wish I could give credit to right now, but I can't remember who shared that with me, that they do that to have meal prep at the ready. They always have just cooked rotisserie chicken or whatever, um, a whole chicken or chicken breast or whatever that they boiled, they've shredded and they just stick in the freezer so it's ready to go. That is just going to help you out as the holiday season gets crazy. This also is probably not the time to start trying to make everything from scratch. If you're like, oh, I listened to your podcast episode on saving money and now I'm going to make my homemade tortillas and I'm going to make homemade bread and I'm going to this, that. This might not be the time to try to do that. I right now I'm trying to find the balance between the two because I do like to make things from scratch and it is more cost effective, but I also know that I just need some bailout foods some days. So that might look like pre-made soups, salad kits, rotisserie chickens instead of cooking your own whole chicken. You know, if it, it is a short season, you can go back to making everything from scratch come January if you want to or come February when things calm down. But it's again, having a realistic goal is better than totally failing at it. If we set it too high of, well, I'm going to make homemade this so I don't need to buy this pre-made thing, then it gets, you know, push comes to shove and we realize like I cannot do that today and we have nothing to eat and we're hitting the drive through That's going to be more expensive and less healthy. So where's the middle road here? Are there some healthy foods you can toss in the freezer? Again, can you prep some of your own and toss in the freezer that's still you making it? So that might be tricky but relying on some healthy pre-made foods. I'm not talking like the frozen (laughs) little tiny lean cuisines that are going to have you starving. I'm talking like the part of the produce or not produce section, but of the grocery store that has like turkey meatloaf, things like that, that are pre-made that you can just like heat and go that are going to help you to either maintain or progress in your health and fitness rather than backslide. Because those kinds of things are also really not worth it. Like that is where... We are like you, If me personally, I'm going to talk about myself personally for a second. If I know I'm going to come out of the holiday season a couple pounds up, I want it to be from enjoying chocolate chip cookies and red velvet cake and like delicious things where I know where my calories went. Um, Christmas morning mimosas, that's what we do when I'm not pregnant, which so far this Christmas looks like it's mimosa time, okay? Um, that's how I want to know those pounds went on. I don't want it to be because I was running around shopping, forgot to eat, got home, didn't have anything made for dinner, asked my husband to pick up a pizza, and now I eat seven slices of pizza because I'm starving. Like, that's not how I want to do it because I'm not even enjoying that. 
And I am going to feel guilty about that. of like, oh, I should have just prepped better. So set a realistic. I'm just going to recap these actually real quick. I think that'll be helpful. Number one, have a plan. Okay, join us if you want to in the holiday program or do your own thing, but have a plan and write it down, like make it visual. Number two, you be the person that brings something healthy so you have something healthy to go with. Number three, include 10 minutes of silent prayer daily. Helps us center ourselves so much. Number four, set expectations that reflect the season and stick to them. And then very closely related to that is number five, to have backup ready-made foods for those crazy scheduled days. So look at your workouts, look at your nutrition, make sure it actually fits with what is doable in your schedule, and then set yourself up for success in the how. How are you going to get it done? Well, not just, I'm going to do three full-length, full-body workouts a week. When am I doing these this week? Look at your actual week. It's not going to get done if you don't plan it. Okay, I am going to have to wake up early three days this week to get these done, so that is my plan. Or I'm going to have to do these at nap time while the kids are sleeping to get these done this week. Same thing with the meals. Okay, if I am committed to trying to eat healthily on those non-event days, what is that looking like? What foods am I going to have around the house? Maybe take it week by week. Maybe that'll be helpful for you. Okay, ladies, I hope this was helpful. <laughs> Speaking of helpful, hope you found value here today. If you did, I would love if you would take a second to rate and review the podcast if you've not done that. And I would love to see you in the holiday program if you think it's a great fit for you. There's more details. I don't want to share too much about exactly what it looks like. So like I said, if you're in the email list, you can peek through your inbox from yesterday. Might have went to spam or promotions. Or if you don't see it, or if you're not on the email list, just head to healthycatholicmoms.com and you can sign up for it. There's a link that will take you there right on the top of the homepage. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next episode. I, have you, I hope you have a great rest of your day.